The road to success is often paved with potholes of failure. The idea here is to encourage your team to take calculated risks that could potentially fail without compromising the mission. And if failure happens, it's celebrated as an opportunity to learn. Failure is not the end of the world and is often a catalyst to take your team and your organization to a whole new level. Welcome to Rise and Lead. I'm Benjamin Lundquist, and this podcast is all about personal growth and leadership. Thank you for listening and for being a part of our Rise and Lead community. We are a community of leaders who are passionate about growth, leadership, and expanding our impact on the world. On this episode, I'll be sharing five practices to become a more courageous leader. Courage is one of the top traits shared by all effective leaders. Courageous leaders have the ability to overcome their fear of failure and criticism in order to make bold moves. No one is born courageous. Courage is developed through practice, which means you have all the potential in the world to become a more courageous leader. The Rise and Lead podcast is designed specifically to motivate and equip you to live your greatest life with maximum impact. We are going to find out what makes great leaders great and how you can start growing yourself, rise, expanding your impact, lead, and living the life you have been created to live. I want to personally invite you to be a Rise and Lead partner in spreading the word about this podcast and all the episodes that will follow so together we can reach more people. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can get all the episodes that drop every month. Rate the podcast. I'm always going for a five-star rating. If you think Rise and Lead deserves five stars, I would greatly appreciate that. Leave a written review about how the podcast has added real value to your life. Your voice and your reviews, they matter. And finally, share about Rise and Lead with your family, friends, and your social media network. Screenshot this episode on becoming a more courageous leader and send it to somebody or text somebody the episode link. You are helping people rise to their next level by connecting them to an episode. And when you share about the podcast as an Instagram story, make sure you tag me and I will always try and give you a repost. Again, I just want to thank you for all your support of the podcast. All the reposts mean the world to me. And anytime you share an episode with your network, your team, or somebody you know, Rise and Lead is, no pun intended, rising on the charts around the world. And it's reaching more people. And that, in part, is because of all your support. So thank you again for your support of the podcast, and for being a part of growing this Rise and Lead community. I like to start every episode with prayer, so let's pray together. God, we know that being an effective leader requires courage, and so we pray that you will help us to lean into these practices to become more courageous leaders so we ultimately can impact more people. 
In your name we pray, amen. As I start this episode, I want to talk to you about an important lesson on success and leadership that comes from how buffalo and cows approach storms. I live in the western part of the United States, and when huge storms brew up, and they do, they almost always move from the west toward the east. There's a huge difference between the way that cows and buffalo react to storms. When a storm comes over a mountain range, cows will see the storm and immediately turn toward the east and do their best to outrun the storm. But with enough time, the storm will catch up to the cows, causing pain and obvious frustration. The cow, not known for its speed in the animal kingdom, is never able to outrun the storm. Buffalo, on the other hand, when a storm comes up over that mountain range, will actually turn and face the storm and run directly into the storm. Very few, if any other animals in the animal kingdom, have this same approach. By taking the storm head on and moving into the storm with courage, the buffalo is able to minimize the pain and frustration of the storm and actually overcome it. I feel like like this is a mic drop moment where I tell you, be a buffalo and just end the episode. The difference between the buffalo and the cow is the practice of courage. The buffalo has the courage to turn and face the storm. By turning to face the storm, the buffalo actually overcomes the storm, becomes stronger through the storm, and makes progress in spite of the storm. Maybe you have been turning and running from something in your life or leadership journey, and this is your time to turn and face the storm. Like I said earlier, you have all the potential in the world to be a courageous leader. I want to share with you five practices to help you become a more courageous leader. Let's jump right in. Number one, practice vulnerability. Vulnerability takes courage. And it can be one of the keys to leading well for a lifetime. This act of courage is hard work. And for many leaders, it's also some of the hardest work. Finding a small group of like-minded leaders to open up to can be one of the most life-giving experiences you will ever have. Author Alaric Hutchinson shares, Vulnerability really means to be strong and secure enough within yourself that you are able to walk outside without your armor on. Vulnerability is saying as a leader, this is who I am and this is where I am at. This practice is a lifeline for the healthy leader who is building healthy leaders. It is not for the faint of heart, I want to warn you. It takes courage, and it will be instrumental in helping you to stay in the leadership game long-term. Number two, set scary goals and an extremely high standard of excellence. Your level of excellence should be almost unattainable. Your standard of excellence is set by what you compare your product or service to. 
ask yourself this question. Who is the best in the world at doing what you do and go after the best in the world as your standard? You may not hit that standard every time, but make that standard your goal. When it comes to goals, safe goals are set by safe leaders with safe visions. Your goals should scare you and your team. If you are setting goals and there is no pushback, no doubt, and no criticism, then your goals are too small. Your goals should make you and your team feel uncomfortable. Your comfort zone is a wonderful and secure place, but nothing grows there. So set bigger goals and set an extremely high standard of excellence. Number three, reward failure. Create a culture where failure is not only encouraged, but it's rewarded. Your team needs to know that this is a safe place to fail forward, to take risks, to learn, and to grow. The road to success is often paved with potholes of failure. The idea here is to encourage your team to take calculated risks that could potentially fail without compromising the mission. And if failure happens, it's celebrated as an opportunity to learn. Failure is not the end of the world and is often a catalyst to take your team and your organization to a whole new level. Number four, make decisions. Leaders are constant decision makers, and there can be times when you keep pushing off decisions that you need to make. As a leader, you need to be a decision maker. It is not an option to not make a decision. Decide where you want to go. Decide what is best for you. Decide what is best for your organization. Decide as a leader, what do you really want? I think that's one of the most important pieces of advice that I would give any young leader is decide what you want. Make that decision for yourself. Make that decision for your team and make that decision for your organization. Make a decision to set a vision and a direction for your life, your team, and your organization. But you've got to be a leader who is a decision maker. And many of the decisions that we will make as leaders, those decisions are going to take courage. Not everybody is going to love the decisions that we make. And there may be pushback and criticism, but we've got to be willing to step out as courageous leaders and be willing to make decisions. And finally, number five, empower other leaders. This is one of the most courageous things that a leader can do. Courageous leaders give opportunity with authority to other leaders. Remember, you are leading a team of leaders. Leaders create leaders. Your goal is not to build followers. It's to build leaders. Empowerment expands your impact and exponentially increases your influence. The most effective leaders I know are not asking, what can my team do for me? They are asking, how can I develop and empower my team? This may sound direct, 
But if you aren't empowering people, you aren't leading. I'll say it again. Leaders grow leaders. As a review, five practices for becoming a more courageous leader. Practice vulnerability. Set scary goals and an extremely high standard of excellence. Reward failure. Make decisions and empower other leaders. I don't know what you're going through right now in your life or leadership journey, but I would just remind you that God is with you. Turn and face your storm and remember that you have all the potential in the world to be a courageous leader. I hope this episode on five practices to become a more courageous leader has impacted and inspired you. Send me a DM and let me know. I read every message that comes in. Make sure you screenshot this episode, share it with someone and post it to your social media accounts. Don't forget to tag me so I can give you a repost. I know there is someone who you know who needs to hear this episode. Thanks for sharing, subscribing, and rating the podcast. Seriously, that means the world to me. Look for new episodes to drop every month. You won't want to miss those. Thank you for taking the time to invest in yourself. You are worth it. Remember, the best time to rise and lead is now.